Are you a motherless daughter? What if we told you we have 20 years worth of truth treasures, pearls of wisdom, and diamonds of hope to help you with your mother loss? We do, and we share all things mother loss on Nurturing Words, Voices of Experience, a podcast by the Motherless Daughters Ministry. Give yourself some self-care and listen as we discuss grief, regret, anger, redemption, closure, and so much more. Happy New Year, and welcome to episode number 48 of Nurturing Words, Voices of Experience. In today's podcast, we will hear from one of our ministry's volunteers, Julie Thompson. Julie has blessed the ministry as a volunteer facilitator of groups and as a frequent blogger on our website, www.motherlessdaughtersministry.com. Julie will be reading from her blogs, What Loss Taught Me About Life and Get Out of the Boat. She will be sharing her experiences and what she learned about celebrations and new beginnings in spite of being on the journey of grief and mother loss. As we prepared this very special episode for you, we found a note from our founder, Mary Ellen Collins, as she led the ministry into a new beginning, the very start of the ministry blog in 2015. It is a very similar place that the ministry finds itself today as well. Here is a brief excerpt from that note. Quote, the ministry has grown so fast and is reaching so many women. We really are at the crossroads of fear and faith. What does that mean? It truly means that we have to trust God first. Fear will keep us paralyzed. Fear that we have never done this before. Fear that we don't have all of the answers. Fear that it is not perfect. Unquote. Mary Ellen encouraged us to start the blog in spite of the fear. She continues to encourage all of us to step out in faith, even when it's scary. She shares with us the same scripture Julie will be sharing from the book of Matthew in the Holy Bible. Lean in as we listen now to Julie talk about birthdays, celebration, and fresh beginnings. As a kid, I remember being so excited to celebrate my birthday each year. I mean, who doesn't love getting gifts, eating too much cake and ice cream, and spending time with people you love? As a kid, if someone asked me, how old are you? I would proudly tell them my age. Sometimes I might even correct them. No, I'm not seven. I'm seven and a half. Adults, though, don't seem to proudly announce their age, and they rarely brag about their half birthdays. Why is this? Why is it that when we are kids, we can't wait to be older? But the older we get, the more we think about being young again. Maybe it's because we yearn to go back to the days when things were simpler. The days when our biggest concerns were what to play with next. The days when others took care of us and the world seemed safe. The days when our hearts didn't know what it felt like to be broken. The days when dreaming was encouraged and anything seemed possible. For me, it took losing my mom to gain a new perspective about life. That first year was the hardest, especially the holidays. I had lost loved ones before, but something about this was completely different. I remember feeling like a piece of me was missing and wondering if things would get better. I remember the smallest things would trigger me and stir up emotion. Hearing a certain song on the radio, seeing the color red, which was my mom's favorite color, 
or even walking down the card aisle of a store was really difficult. I also remember being surprised at how difficult it was to celebrate that first birthday after losing my mom. I didn't feel like celebrating the day I was born when the person who gave birth to me was no longer there. I just wanted to get through the day. Years later, I still miss my mom every day, but the sadness is no longer overwhelming. Laughter, joy, and hope have returned. The Journey class, the book Motherless Daughters by Hope Elderman, and connecting with others who have experienced mother loss have all been instrumental in helping me along this grief journey. It's a journey that I'm still on. Losing my mom taught me that we shouldn't have to wait for birthdays to celebrate life. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. Psalm 139.16 says, Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. God knows the number of our days, and that means each day we are alive, he has a purpose for us. Each day we can choose to celebrate the fact that we exist for a reason. It doesn't mean we won't have struggles. It means we can have hope because we know there is purpose in those struggles. Each day we can choose to celebrate the fact that we are given more time to connect with those around us, to share our story and become a part of another person's story. Each day we can choose to celebrate the fact that we have the opportunity to show love to others, to let them know they are valued and that their lives also matter. Celebration is a choice. What will you choose to celebrate? Another birthday is approaching. While my mom will not be there in person, I choose to celebrate the fact that the one who gave me life still has a purpose for mine. Hi, I'm Julie Thompson, a blog writer for the Motherless Daughters Ministry. In the blog that I just wrote about birthdays, it occurred to me that some of these same struggles and insights could be relevant to other areas of life as motherless daughters, whether it's enjoying the holidays without our loved ones, experiencing a life milestone, or celebrating the start of something new, like a new year, we get to choose to celebrate life and the purpose still found in our own lives. When we have this perspective about choosing to celebrate, it gives us hope. Yes, we may still miss our mothers, but we can start new traditions. We can have hope that God has a reason for us still being here and that each day he gives us, he has a purpose for us. We're going to take a short break to tell you about a resource and then we'll come right back to our guest. Mother loss is a lifelong grief journey. The scars go deep and the pain is relentless. It affects every aspect of a woman's being, regardless of age of loss or how the loss occurred. The hole is deep and filled with many emotions. You are invited to our online support community with the Motherless Daughters Ministry online support groups, focusing on the journey and the difficult obstacles that get in the way of healing. To learn more about our weekly support group offerings, visit us online at motherlessdaughtersministry.com. Now, I know for some of you listening right now, the idea of starting a new year A life that looks different than your former reality may sound impossible, uncomfortable, or even scary. Sometimes when I have fears like that, I have to just reach out and ask God to help me and to calm my fears and to give me peace and to help me focus on the fact that he is always with me and he will never leave my side. 
Listen as I read another one of my blogs that I hope encourages you as you consider celebrating a new year and your God-given purpose. Growing up, I went to church each week. I remember going to children's church and singing songs such as Father Abraham and Jesus Loves Me, and going to Sunday school and learning all about the stories in the Bible using felt board pieces. Back then, it only took a few pieces of felt to captivate a classroom full of kids. I loved hearing the miracles that Jesus performed, especially the miracles of Jesus feeding the 5,000 in Matthew chapter 14, verses 13 to 21, and Jesus walking on water in Matthew 14, verses 22 through 36. Those felt board pieces were so simplistic, but the stories behind them were powerful and stayed with me throughout the years. In the past, whenever I read Matthew 14, 22 through 36, I always focused on the part about Jesus walking on the water. It wasn't until I took a motherless daughter's class that I began to focus on a different part of the story. During one class, we focused on the fact that, yes, Jesus walked on water, but Peter did too. In fact, Peter was the only disciple who got out of the boat, stepping into the stormy waves to follow Jesus' calling. Peter was able to walk on water as long as he stayed focused on Jesus. As soon as he diverts his focus to the wind, he begins to sink and cries out for God to save him. Immediately, Jesus reaches out his hand and saves Peter. As soon as Peter and Jesus climb back into the boat, the wind died down, and those who were with him immediately understood that Jesus was the Son of God. Peter's act of bravery, stepping out into the water, led to a scary moment of sinking. But in the end, it resulted in him being rescued and others' faith being strengthened because of seeing the interaction between Peter and Jesus. We each have our own boat, which is our current situation. If God is calling us to step into something new, we risk more by staying in the boat than getting out of the boat. By staying in the boat, we are comfortable, but it doesn't allow us to stretch ourselves and explore everything God has for us. By staying in the boat, we not only risk missing out on the call God has for us, but we risk missing the opportunity for others to see how God shapes us and uses us through those experiences. Maybe we were meant to experience something that God wants to use to encourage someone else down the road. Maybe their faith will be strengthened when they see how God helped us through the same storm that they are now facing. Staying in the boat is easy, but requires us to live with the fact that we are missing out on an extraordinary life that God has planned for us. Stepping out of the boat may initially seem like a risk, but when we step out knowing that we are following God's voice, we will look ahead and see him leading us. When fear takes over, all we have to do is call for our Father's help and he will be there to save us. Therefore, stepping out of the boat no longer seems as risky, since we have assurance that safety is provided in the loving arms of our Father. Over the past few years, stepping out of my boat has meant moving to a new city, starting a new job, participating in the journey class, stepping into multiple leadership roles, seeking support groups and going to counseling, blogging, sharing my story with others, and even recording this podcast. I've experienced God's love and blessings with each step, and that has encouraged me to step out of my boat the next time he calls. What does stepping out of your boat look like? If God is calling you to step into something new, 
Step forward with confidence, knowing that God will honor your obedience. Trust that he called you out of the boat for a reason and that what's ahead is greater than anything you're leaving behind. So as you start this new year, think about what is God calling you to do next? What does your boat look like? And even though it may be scary, I encourage you to take that next step, knowing that God is going to be with you throughout the journey and that he has great things planned for you. And maybe, just maybe that one little step will encourage someone else. Thank you for joining us for the very first episode of 2023. The beginning of a new year is an opportunity to consider a fresh start. Julie gave us a lot to think about concerning different perspectives and fresh beginnings. We're excited about this year's programming and look forward to serving you in 2023. Thank you for joining us here at Motherless Daughters Ministry. If you need more nurturing words, we encourage you to have a listen to other episodes of this podcast. Don't forget to hit the subscribe or follow button so you can join us again next time.